Hello and welcome to episode 479 of the Leadcast Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan King Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockarts. Hey, yo, what's good? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Happy, happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Yo, yeah. on this episode of Leadcast, we've got some new patrons, uh, some Leadcast news. We've got a tiny, tiny bit of uh, new news, aka rising news. Uh, we've got one story that I swear we've read before. Um, we'll oh, talk I, about... I didn't remove it. Yeah, never mind. I forgot okay. that section. <laughs> I'll check if we got any new ones while we're doing this. But okay, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, a story. Um, we'll talk about Gwen a little bit. The uh, the most recent addition to league. Uh, we'll talk about um, competitive league. Uh, there's a small amount of news um, after finals last week uh, for MSI. Uh, we'll talk about roundtable and close it out with uh, quite a few emails. So let's jump into it. Aiden, how was your week? My week was good. I didn't play as much League this week. I've been a little bit busy, um, but I'm D2 on my main if that wasn't an update oh, from last yeah. week, which is kind of cool. Ooh. And then I'm D3 on my Smurf, and then I'm D4 on Pog. my other Smurf. Pog. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun, though. Tom Kench is a nice. very fun character, and I'm glad that he's good. It makes me feel good because I can play my favorite character. Um mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying it. And I talked to the other Tom Kench player in NA because there's only two Ooh, of us. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I added him. So if you look at League of Graphs, like Tom Kench players on NA, um, in the top eight, this me and this guy own seven of the eight spots. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy. Which is some one other dude like having one spot. But uh, yeah, so I talked to him and he was just telling me what he thought about the character. He thinks he's very strong right now. Um, Would you tend he, to agree he, with that? Yeah, I, I think he's like definitely strong. I definitely don't, don't think he's OP by any means, or else mm-hmm. you'd assume other people would play him. Not that there isn't nice sniper OP Um But yeah, I just like talked to him, kind of like finalized that I do think Frostfire is his best mythic um, and stuff like that. So it's yeah, interesting. It's, yeah, it's it was a fun conversation. Frostfire Gauntlet. Yeah, Frostfire Gauntlet. The Ooh, uh, tank one, over yeah. Sunfire. Yeah, it's just cheaper. It does like kind of more, and it fits better with your character. I think the main reason I thought Sunfire was sick is because it burns more. Which when you're eating people, you do more damage when they're inside of you, uh, which is mm-hmm. kind of sick. But I do think just the slow from Frostfire like just synergizes so much better with your kit. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sweet, it's really cool. Yeah, so I was kind of that. Uh, I played a little bit of TFT. The new set comes out next week, which I'm excited about. I'm excited to play their fast mode for that game mode because uh, I do think as a casual TFT player. It is hard to enjoy that game when you don't follow the meta and sitting there for like a 40 minute game, which feels like kind of RNG at the end, doesn't isn't as much fun. Whereas I think like just getting stomped in like a 15, 20 minute game might be a little bit more enjoyable, I think. Oh, 100 percent. I um I played one not too long ago and it felt like I, I mean, I was just playing for fun, obviously not trying to get mm-hmm. first or anything, um, but it did feel like I was just getting absolutely dicked by just mm-hmm. not knowing what anything was. It definitely feels like one of those things where, like, some games I, like, uh, do what I think is right, and I'll, like, come sixth. And then some games I'll do what I think is right, and I'll come first. And I don't know what, what why that worked and why it didn't. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not uh, yeah. super intuitive when you don't follow it too much. But I think the quick game mode will be a good fix for that. For sure. Um, It'll be fun. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. What about your week, Colton? Um, yeah, so... I think I played maybe four or five games of League. I've been playing mostly Zack and Fiddlesticks because uh, a lot of teams are super AD heavy and I like playing AP junglers or at the very least magic damage tanks. Um, I haven't been playing a ton. I think I'm like plus one or two games in the few that I did play. Uh, aside from that, just been busy with work and real life stuff. I'm uh, going to be... I'm starting the process of 
closing on a condo, so that's going to be a whole lot Ooh, of paperwork yeah. and actual work when I fucking redo the floors and stuff. But oh my, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot, but I'm excited and uh, it's just you know one one step at a time. But that's that's pretty much all I've been up to. Uh, there hasn't been a ton in terms of video games besides those few games of solo queue and I think one or two games on community night. Uh, so Nick, I'll, Nick, I'll hand it over to you, man. What you been up to? I have a big week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to save my league related news for last. Cause I think yeah. that's the, the most fun. Um, all right. In, in order of, of, uh, how in uh, chronological order, I beat cyberpunk. Um, I think I did. I think I beat it Thursday. Um, it's I, I think the game is really good uh, at its core. It's got obviously some bugs, um, and it really punishes you for not having a high end system. I think. Yeah. Um, but the story is like I I think the story is really good. The ending was just okay. I think um, it wasn't bad, but it, it definitely didn't like blow me out of the water or anything. It's it's no uh, near ending e, um, so. Um, I think that's the greatest like end to a video game ever. It's so sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find it funny that like you name it not only like by the game but like which of multiple endings and like, well, it's the coolest ending for sure. Oh, it's for, the, yeah, yeah. The game doesn't like so the game doesn't end on ending A. If you end it there, like, you're not satisfied with the game. I'm almost yeah. Certain. No, 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 no. I, I, I did and I have uh, and I thought the game sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um. But ending E is like fuck. It's so sick. Um. Anyway, Cyberpunk pretty okay. Uh, I'm definitely gonna play it again. Um. In the future, I have a PC ordered and and just waiting for parts to get gathered. You have a um, 3080 in that PC, right, Nick? Yeah, 3080 means you Our... can use DLSS. Yeah, which is Nvidia's super coding fucking downscaling, upscaling, whatever thing. <laughs> it makes games run buttery smooth that have it like uh in there like uh yeah like that work with it though you because you also have a 3080 right i do i got one yeah nice yeah so excited for that um let's see uh savannah and i beat uh origami king um game was pretty good i liked it a lot the honestly my least favorite part was the main like battle mechanic Mm -hmm. um i think it's yeah i think it's a really cool idea it's just really fucking frustrating if you don't like know how to do the pattern i guess um there were a couple enemy layouts that were repeated and we just couldn't figure out um so you end up taking like uh, a a mediocre fight against them um uh oh ooh, i've started playing doom now that i'm finished mm-hmm. with uh cyberpunk doom 2016 okay. uh that game is fucking amazing i think yeah. this like man it is I, the level layout is just absolutely 10 out of 10 like you you flow through the level there's secrets like hidden but it's pretty easy to find them like if you upgrade your armor a certain way um the the shortcuts are like really well placed it, it like oh man i'm having so much fun playing it and then just you just kill a lot of demons you know that's fine oh, yeah um and then finally my big news your boy has hit so I, I lost with Leona. That's the first one. Um, that's kind of sad. Uh, but I only 14 I, uh, and one on her. <laughs> no, I'm only, no I, think I'm more, I think I'm more than that at this point. Something like that. That's crazy. Um, 
I hit D3 for the first time ever. Hell um, yeah. So this is my peak. I've just been playing Leona. The character's not balanced. I don't <laughs> know why she is allowed to take zero damage, but also deal a million. Um, and also have three hard CC abilities. Uh, but it's it's fun. I've been enjoying it. I It's weird. Colton, I logged into the client on when we recorded the patron show on mm. on Saturday, and the game did not give me a warning that I was decaying. And then I logged in on Monday, and the game told me that I had 15 hours to play or I would decay. Yeah, um, you were not happy with that. <laughs> no, I was not very happy with that at all. Um, I, I think it's because I had a misunderstanding of how the game works. Because we, Aiden and I, before the season started, we found two articles that said two different things. Mm-hmm. And then I sent a ticket in, and they said a third different thing. And I still don't know what's right. Nice. But you, you just base it off. Honestly, the, the best way to do it, go into the client, look at the rank tab. It'll tell you when you're decaying. Because that's mm-hmm. the only like guarantee for sure. Um, I but think... it's really important that we have a lot of transparency, transparency in League and like... Yeah. It's just really, really clean design. So the, the definitive answer is you play one game and it it logs seven days of, of banked yep. day, seven day seven bank days. And then that caps at twenty eight. Yeah. Um so essentially you have to play four games a month, I think. Mm-hmm. One one game a week, basically. Yep. Which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't it's like very, it very much, games a year. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing because that doesn't exist in any other ELO. It only existed in Master and Challenger, but that system even different because that you can bank yeah. up to ten games, set uh, ten days, and you get one day for each game played. So it's just like from Iron to Platinum has its own system. From Diamond to Diamond has its own system, and then from Master to Challenger has its own system. And that's very yeah. not clear. Yeah. So it's a uh, a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like real big dreams, but boy, if I get to master, that'd be something, huh? <laughs> that would be then crazy. I could quit my job and apply for just, a CLG. Just maintain that Leona stat line, man. <laughs> true, true. Um, cool. So that's it for for my news. Um, so let's jump into the show. Uh, we've got three new patrons. Shout out to Joby01, Titties and Biddies, and uh, Ellie Saga. Thank you for the support. We appreciate it a bunch. I might just I might just say TMB, you know? Yeah, TMB. Cut it down a little bit. TMB. Not titties cool. and bitties? <laughs> no, I think I'm going to say TMB. Um, unless you want to change your Patreon name, then I'll read something else. Uh, do we have any leak casters? It's going to make it even longer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys recorded the most recent Patreon episode, which you talked about our characters, meaning Recon through Rise. Uh, I edited that and posted it today, so it's up on our Patreon for $1 patrons, so you can go check that out. It will be live for non-patrons on both our Patreon and our YouTube next month on the 20th, so you can check that out then. That being said, our one where we did, oh, what are the letters? <laughs> oh my god, A, B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q. I don't know, it's three letters. Is it O, P, Q? O, P, Q? Yeah, it's O, P, Q, I think. Um <laughs> I, I couldn't remember where it started and where it ended was the main thing. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Speaking yeah, so, of OPQs, have you seen Vladimir this patch? True. Nice. Um, no, but uh, the OPQ characters that we recorded last month is obviously still live on our Patreon for $1, but um, it will go live for non-patrons on our YouTube and on our Patreon uh, in a couple days. I think it's on the 28th. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll but if you're not paying for week. our content, don't listen to it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that's ceiling. 
It's it's out there for free a month later, but really just spend the, the dollar anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because it's it's a good show and you're robbing us if you listen to it. Yeah, it's, it's fucking rude. Um, oh, just I, come I to did... my house and steal my food instead. I'd prefer mm-hmm. that. I forgot one other thing that did happen this week sure. that was league related, um, and Aiden forgot to mention it too. He did his yeah. his cosplay stream. Oh Jesus! Um, and even though I can't win any solo queue games, I sure as hell can win mini games. I got my asshole whooped. In the, in those yeah. Games. So just to explain that I did a like five-hour-long cosplay stream where I dressed up like Tom Kench, uh, a frog costume for those who want to get very upset about it not people being a catfish. Angry. <laughs> people It's like, people don't understand the joke. Um, yeah, so it was just a frog costume with uh, a top hat, and I, I, I played some solo queue games, and then I hosted a mini-game tournament, which I think is an awful name to name it, but I don't know what else you'd call it, where it's custom League of Legends games. For example, I had Trevor, uh, Quinn, Colton, and Nick participate in six five or six mini games of which one was like a race around the map doing objectives and stuff one was a cs off where they're all on the same team and they have to like fight each other for cs colton's a genius and fucking pick singed and proxied by the way i didn't even think about mm-hmm. that but it worked Hell really well yeah. um and then there was a find the timo protect the soraka and then what's the one game i'm missing oh that's dodgeball, the one i didn't baby. do oh yeah dodgeball yeah, dodgeball yeah and dodgeball um yeah so it was a lot of fun i might edit and do like a little video for our um, youtube channel but if you if you want to check it out before then you can go to my twitch channel which is twitch.tv slash leakguest frost and you can check it out there with the whole fucking tom kench cosplay stream yeah, it was a really it was a really good time and i i got to win things hell yeah hey congrats bud you're mini game like, champion it's the opposite of whenever we play Pummel Party, where I lose all the mini games. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, let's jump into the new news, the rising news, the last Samurai uh, sponsored section. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he he wants it right. Wait, he wants it new news, right? It's new news. Yeah. Okay. It's only been this way for about six months. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are some leaked Ruin King lore stuff? Question mark. Yeah, so they released a bunch of lore stuff regarding the Ruined King um, because they have like a huge storyline they're going on with a bunch of character releases. Before be- you jump any further, the Ruined King as the RPG that Riot is developing. No. No? <laughs> the oh. Ruined King as in the lore for League of Legends that they're slowly <laughs> building up to with, with character releases. So it got leaked oh. because the Ruined King game was supposed to be out by now and the lore in... The game that we would know about at this point was leaked in the bios for certain characters, oh, but it will okay. become available as this event continues. As like, there's going to be like four, three or four more character releases in this Rune King universe, sort of thing. But uh, either way, it got leaked. Um, so we're not gonna actually going to go through the, what leaked in the lore because we don't want to like spoil it for people. That being said, we do know there's going to be more lore regarding Viego, Gwen, Isolade, uh, and. <laughs> and uh some other characters so we won't spoil that here though but either way uh they're gonna do some stuff leaks so if you don't want to like get spoiled don't like go searching it out because you will get spoiled yeah nice um we've got the rate us five stories section where one person did uh turtle master number one said come for the great intro music stay for the great outro music great podcast five stars pug 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 Thank you for the big review. pog. Thank you, Turtle Master. Are you are you an Udir main? Ooh, he's a Ramus. That's main. a good question. A Ramus. No, Ramus is an armadillo. I played Ramus at Community Night. I think he sucks. 
I it's so funny because I watched you play because I, I watched you stream community games, Nick, and you played Ramus. Mm-hmm. You go, this character fucking blows. And then I go and edit the Patreon episode where you guys talk about Ramus, and you're, the first words out of your mouth is, "I think this character is in a really good spot right now." <laughs> That's true. That's before I played him, though. <laughs> that, that was our thoughts before on, playing on him. Paper. I think he's probably still fine. Oh, on paper, I think uh, I think he's in a good spot. In reality, boy, that character does fucking nothing. I mean, still a season one character at the end of the day, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you have to pick him into very specific mm. comps for him to be decent. I think. You also got Soraka, which is really unfortunate. When she can just lay down the zone and break it's your so, powerball. Oh my god! Is there a more anti-fun character than Soraka? It's just baseline. I always say it, man. It's crazy that the healing character, her best ability is her silence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, hey, that's all Sweet. right. Sweet. Uh, you know, another character that I played at Community Night. <laughs> Let's talk about Gwen. <laughs> Allie. Um, so, Sweet, we'll run down her, uh, her her abilities real quick and then talk about um, sort of the, the build, the item build, and then what we think. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have some thoughts on this character. Uh, her passive th- is thousand cuts. Her basic attacks, the center of her Q, and her ultimate deal bonus magic damage equal to a percentage of the target's max health, and it has a um, uh, it has an AP scaling as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it's modified based on the target. Interesting. It heals Gwen uh, against champions. It deals extra damage against minions that are below forty percent health. Uh, and it has a cap against monsters. Her Q is snip snip. Passively, her basic attacks uh, um, on hit grant a stack of snippy for six seconds, displayed like ammunition, stacking up to four times. Um, when she activates it, she snips at least twice with her scissors in a cone uh, in the target direction over the cast time, dealing magic damage per snip to all enemies in the area, with the final snip dealing increased damage. The center of each snip deals true damage and applies her passive. Uh, if she has any stacks of her snippy, um, which is the ammo thing, she consumes them to snip an additional time. Uh, her W is Hallowed Mist. Uh, when she activates it, she summons the Hallowed Mist around her, lasting for five seconds or until she leaves the area. It can be recast once after the half seconds uh, for after half second. Uh, for the duration and does so automatically if she attempts to leave the area while she's inside she gains armor magic resist and is untargetable to all enemies outside of the mist um and she can be targeted by turrets in it so Mm -hmm. that's kind of nice uh her e is skip and slash um she dashes to a target location and afterwards she gains a bonus magic damage on hit uh on her basic attacks she grants or she's gain she gains bonus attack speed and she gets bonus attack range for four seconds the first basic attack within the duration uh of this ability refunds half of its cooldown Uh, it's an auto attack reset um and you can cast it during any ability her ultimate is needlework she can activate needlework up to three times launching needles in the target direction with each cast each needle deals magic damage and applies her passive to enemies it passes through in addition to slowing them for one and a half seconds for each individual target uh, needle hits beyond the first to slow by a reduced amount within six seconds or after the first cast she needs to hit a basic attack or a Q to unlock the second cast after the second cast the duration is refreshed and she may repeat the aforementioned requirement to unlock the third cast each subsequent cast increases the amount of needles launched by two so um, so how does she, she is... function I guess it's like a good starting point so she functions as, as basically an auto attack um i mean primarily based character um with the ability the unique ability to stand completely still still every once in a while and deal a decent amount of damage um 
let me pull up her uh, her build real quick um, because I think the most popular one at the very moment um, uh, is Riftmaker into Nashers mm-hmm. um, into looks like Cosmic Drive uh, Zonia's uh, hat stuff like that. Um, so you, you max Q uh, the max E the max W. Obviously, taking your ultimate whenever you can. Um, take Conqueror. Uh, yep, Triumph, Alacrity, Last Stand. Uh, and then the second... I, I found that Domination was pretty good just to increase the double dip on the healing. Um, but I think you could find other other combinations. I think in, Inspiration might be really good for her because I think I think her laning phase is pretty dog shit, actually. Um, she really... It, it depends on the lane. She has really hard matchups. If the character you're fighting... She's played in the top lane, and in the top lane, a lot of characters are um, the majority uh, yeah. melee. So they could just walk in and just completely ign- walk into her W, completely ignore the the main draw to it, uh, and then just sort of beat her up in there. Um, I think she is she's not very good. I think um, I think her kit needs one more uh, level of or one more slow application somewhere. I'm not sure where it is. Um, but her Q range feels really short, uh, and it's not, it doesn't feel sticky enough to, mm-hmm. to consistently get off of someone, uh, without your ultimate at least. Um, they should just make her a kid so she's ultra sticky. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you guys think about this character? She, she's the weakest character they've released in a while on release, at least, yeah. right? Like, she's mo- not a character that I'm like, holy fuck, this character is not going to get nerfed for a while, so the game is miserable. Um, she's a character that's probably going to get buffed and then overbuffed at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's unplayable at it by any means, but low CC, I guess, no CC characters um, just typically are going to be weaker, I guess, right? Because, I mean, CC is just probably one of the most powerful tools in League of Legends, and I don't think she's awful. I think she, she, there's a world in which we see her in pro play. Like, for example, I think she there's times where she can do 2v1s and 3v1s where I don't think any other character could. It's just I think she la- is lacking in certain areas. Like you said, like even if she had like another slow or something or another like way to get on people, um, she could stick to them better. But it does feel bad when you don't have any CC and you're constantly CCing yourself to use your Q, which is your main damage tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're, you want to hit your Q on cooldown basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also need basic attacks to stack that up. So you find yourself at this like really it, almost like clunky inner pass where the character needs to keep moving to keep auto attacking, but needs to stand still to cast Q, but doesn't have a way to keep people in range for either. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like if I, I think if her E applied a, a, a a small slow like on the first auto attack maybe versus champions i think that'd be pretty good mm-hmm. um but, but yeah, i don't they know just like took half of the hard cc and gap close that they gave to viego for some reason true and they gave it to a character that actually needs it yeah <laughs> um but i mean she's a really like her her character design is really cool mm-hmm. um i think she's gonna be good once a little bit of uh like quality of life changes yeah. happen uh, even buffs, but um, that's kind of Gwen. Do you guys have anything else to add? Um, I think Alpha Adult should one sh- should one shot her. Nice. I-, I think that we're also going to see like tons of bug fixes with her as well. I think uh, I've seen tons of videos where her 
her it's her W, her right that has the zone, I believe. The mist, yeah. Yeah. Um that ability seems buggy as can be from what I've seen. Uh it seems like if she uses it and then you're inside of it but you move, you can your ability can get blocked while you're inside of the mist. Like it mm. seems like a very common bug. Mm. Uh it's just like a super weird i'm sure they'll get it all figured out but i could even see her win rate dropping even more when stuff like that gets figured out and like, they, it's they still haven't properly. fixed the viego bugs right no he's still not being played he pro- hopefully we'll see him in yeah. next split of like competitive play, <laughs> I'm, but... I'm sure they'll they'll fix the gwen bugs after they get to those viego bugs do you think we'll see but, but first they need viego. to get to those mordekaiser bugs that have been in the game for 10 years yeah do you think we'll Good see idea. gwen or viego first in uh pro play I'd like to say Viego, but <laughs> probably. I don't, I don't know if that character will ever see competitive play. He's been re- he's been out for three months, months. Yeah, right. Like this is I, crazy. I, I guess it's just all the interactions is the problem. Like the, I, I've never seen a Viego bug in a game, but there must be some that they are keeping him disabled. I mean, if there are so many interactions, why is the character out? Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't know if if he's. If he doesn't have the integrity integrity to be released for competitive, why is he out in in ranked queue? I I'm right there with you, Nick. Where it's like if you put the game the character on live servers and let people play it in ranked, I don't care if they have bugs. Like that's a risk that the pro team has to be willing to mm-hmm. take. Then at that point, yeah, it's like hey, if you want to draft Viego, you might just get completely wrecked by a bug. That was your that was your choice. Yeah, but, or um, even better would be just Riot fixing their game. But yeah, yeah. They're a small indie company and they can't afford to find their bugs. So, mm-hmm. well, speaking of competitive, uh, we've learned this this week that VCS can't attend MSI. Is that due to some travel restrictions? Yeah, just COVID stuff. They're not allowed to travel like to during COVID, or whatever. It's Unlucky. like they couldn't get like yeah, like visas to properly do it and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that that's sucks. good for NA because that's probably the one team that like could always uh, upset na for like their fourth slash third uh mm-hmm. finish so uh so na better get third or fourth now <laughs> nice sweet uh let's jump into the round table yeah so last week's question was what champion would you like to see more in pro play speaking more about pro play here um <laughs> uh, we got a couple answers from facebook one from jason he says master e i want to see an na jungler uh, roll his face in the keyboard to win worlds uh playing mastery then riot might do something about that late game untargetable every three seconds bullshit i do think in solo queue mastery is a very rough character because q plus duskblade means he's untargetable for so long in fights mm-hmm. it's just in pro play he's very similar to like say cassadin like cassadin's another like crush solo queue character Cassidy hasn't been good in pro play for years man and it's the same idea i think he's just like pro teams can just target like these characters that are just high damage low cc things but yeah i don't think we'll ever see mastery at worlds um elliot said there's a lot honestly i'd love to see a meta shift away from mid jungle and maybe then we could see more assassins in the mid lane then uh this being able to see your favorite or sorry this being able to see Lissandra more uh, since she counters a lot of in-your-face assassins, or we could just bu- or we could just overbuff Arden Sensor and have that meta again. Honestly, Arden Sensor meta wasn't that bad. Is that a hot take? I, d- I don't think it's I didn't think it was that bad either. Like it was. I feel like that's kind of how like League has been played competitively yeah. for years. It's it's cool seeing eighty carries do stuff. <laughs> for real, like I I think those are the hypest plays. Honestly, is when we say like an eighty carry pop off. Yeah, and competitive at least. Mm-hmm. Um, from Twitter, we got one from uh, Dragon Tom three R 
888 and they say Mordekaiser because nothing is funnier than seeing the observer panic when they can no longer see top lane fight during <laughs> laning phase and when the two combatants just disappear and then one reappears and the other is just bleeding on the ground I do think it's crazy with their overlay thing where they like show them on top of like the actual yeah. map and it's just so confusing you're like wait are they oh they're in death realm because <laughs> yeah, like, like why are they ignoring that, mm. that yeah guy? <laughs> it's it's a little confusing. wait they're killing my my jungle like why aren't they doing anything? <laughs> um and then one from uh, da- uh downgrade falco and they said i would love to see vago he's re- he's uh released since three months but somehow no one trusts their mechanics to pick him up nope that's just not available in pro play uh he is too buggy to be played but i would like to see vago as well mm-hmm uh, also from Twitter, we got one from Soda. They say more assassins like Kiana, Silas, Akali, and uh, more flex picks in general. I think it makes the game more fun and unpredictable to watch. I think we're trying to move away from flex picks is the only thing. I think they're fun, but I do think they give way too much power in pick bam, whereas Riot wants the game to still take place on the Summoner's Rift. <laughs> they don't want the oh, game absolutely. to be over I mean, pick mm-hmm. bam. I, I was watching um, LS and Nemesis talk about... Um... Or watch the uh, the the Mad Lions uh, Rogue Finals, mm-hmm. uh, and they made the the assertion that you know competitive at least with with two pretty above average quality teams is like eighty percent draft. You know, if if you look at the draft, you can correctly guess who wins mo- the vast majority of the time. And I'm sure Riot hates that, <laughs> but yeah, um, cool. And then I got a couple from our Discord, one from Armis, uh, and he says, she's uh, she's not even out yet, but I feel like Gwen is going to be fun to watch in pro play. I hope we see a lot of her. Otherwise, give me more Zed. It's always fun watching his shadow trickery. Psygonic says, Poppy, she counters a few uh, counters the new items and a lot of the meta characters. She's constantly tanky, tanky and reduces dive potential pretty well. I like seeing Poppy in pro play. She gets a little bit boring when she shuts down plays, though. That's the problem with like Poppy and Tom Kenshin characters like that is they're very good at removing flashy plays from the game which doesn't equal good viewership i think yeah yeah like it, the matter where poppy was like one of the best characters at world like a couple of years back it's like oh here's poppy stopping their fiora from doing anything <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like oh cool uh and i'm a poppy lover and i think that's kind of true um poe <laughs> says i want to see nunu but apparently he's completely troll at pro level which strikes me as odd yeah has nunu has new nunu been good at pro like the pro level since his release or no Maybe Not like that I can recall. He's a cool character. I'm surprised he doesn't get seen more. Um, he has kind of a slow clear, though. Yeah, that's very fair. Oddly enough. Uh, and then last but not least from our Discord, uh, uh, Thre- sorry, I have two more, actually. Uh, one from Wild Thane, and they say Thresh slash Falcos mid. They're so good in certain, into certain pro staples. Theoretically, our artillery mages are some of the best champions of the game for pro play. LS has numerous rants going on about them for ages. Problem is, they're so insanely difficult to pilot at the level that no one bothers doing it. So they take control mages because they require less from your teammates and are easily easier to pilot and execute. I believe that at one point, LS said that only two, maybe three players in the world could pilot them optimally, and even then, mm. they'd need a team of players that are just as good. I, I saw an LS rant video on YouTube about him saying that he thinks Ziggs is one of the best mages in the game right now, but like Ziggs is fucking hard to play at like the pro level. Um, I mean, he just does a shit ton of damage. His Q's yeah. on like a like one and a half second cooldown. Yeah, and that was kind of the idea. Is like he can Ziggs can one v nine games if you have like a mm-hmm. team like to support you and like you're really really good at the character, but it's just he's yeah. so hard to pick up. Um, and I, I do think all their other artillery mages do fit into that. They're just so squishy. And, like, if you fuck up at all, you're just dead. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just too hard at that level of play, I think. 
Uh, and then last but not least, we got one from Fable, and they say, I'd love to see Jinx in pro, uh, in pro play since I started playing and I never had. Uh, I am not exactly the biggest fan of pro play in general, but sometimes I watch games to see if there's anything I can learn. And if I can learn anything about my main champion, that would make me so happy. You missed it, man. Jinx was the best AD carry for years. <laughs> yeah. Those like uh, wild turtle she plays, the penta. So good, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just you should back, go back in back in the bloodthirster into phantom dancer meta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I think you should go back and watch some like old LCS games. You won't really learn much because it's like a little bit slower and the items are different. But it's really cool to watch like some highlights and stuff of uh, people getting yeah. pentas on that character. She's definitely a penta kill queen in uh, mm-hmm. old LCS days. Or someone recommended this in. One of the chats mm-hmm. on the Discord. Watch Deft. He's 40 and 3 on that character. <laughs> yeah, lifetime, yeah. So fucking good. Cool. Um, so this week's roundtable question, though, is um, if Lee had an ability draft mode, what would be some of the best ability combinations? Ability draft being the Dota mode where you literally draft abilities for your character. For God, I wish I wish ability draft were in League. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Um, I don't t- t- Nick, I, not that it really matters how people answer the question but like in ability sure. draft for Dota do you draft Q's on Q's and W's on W's or you just draft no you, you draft any ability <laughs> and then you put it wherever you want uh, the only thing is you can only draft one ultimate ability okay, obviously cool. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just to like jump in I would love to draft a hook character where it's literally just like people's hooks like I think that'd be so much fun to have like just say like three hook character or four hook character is there yeah, any I don't, hooks um I don't think there's an alt hook in the game, is there? I don't think so. No, but I mean, you could you could go with like Gragas alt because you can <laughs> still get like a significant knockback. Like there are kind of hook things. There in are chat, displacements. Um, Evan said a Skarner's kind of like a hook character. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's just yeah. Skarner. Yeah, I think that'd be so much hook fun. Hook into though. Skarner alt. Nice. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine mm-hmm. having like Blitz hook, Pike hook, Nautilus hook on a character? God, that'd be nuts. <laughs> it's just fun. It's just goofy. It's not good. Like. I guess you'd be just a CC character, but like that'd be so much fun to play. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like honestly, a lot of abilities would combo so fucking well with Soraka's Silence. I think any crowd control ability, you just add the root duration onto it, and they can't Q. I don't think you can QSS while silenced. If I'm not mistaken, so, um, you might be able to, and we're completely wrong, but that would prevent QSSing the first CC as well. So I'm I'm thinking like I don't know Leona ulti into Soraka silence like yeah. you can't do anything for so long, um, any like Leona's passive with or um sorry Leona's kit with um, fucking like Nautilus passive just more CC. I like yeah. the idea of uh, someone drafts like a crazy character and you just draft all of Leona's abilities and you just play Leona and you're just a better character. Yep. That that <laughs> does happen a lot. Yeah. Like if you so in in Dota it randomizes it's still 5 versus 5, but it randomly gives you um I don't know if it's 10 or if it's a little bit more than 10 characters. Mm-hmm. Um so you can't draft every single ability every single time. Yeah. You know. Um but you get some really interesting combinations. There's definitely a meta for that oddly enough. My my still my favorite idea in all of League is them having a game mode where you can have like open teams so like you can pick three of the same characters you can pick three fiddles mm-hmm. two bullets cranks or whatever and then just playing as a five stack and just playing regular ass fucking hardcore team comps <laughs> and just stomping just fucking normal, losers yeah. trying to have fun playing like triple bullets crank comps. <laughs> you just draft lcs yeah exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking just smash God, them so people funny. would be so angry <laughs> yeah i would be so i'm one of those people i'd people be so would do pissed it. off people uh, would do it in that mode yeah of man. course of it'd be course. so fun though it'd be so funny um, 
so I, I, I was reading ahead and saw this, and I, I drafted abilities on their actual, like, I, I lined it passive-passive, Q-to-Q. Um, and I, I think that there's a ton of, like, insane CC or I don't take damage or I have a billion dashes interactions. Mm-hmm. But I, I asked myself the question, how do I make an AD carry who's the most frustrating possible and, like who's just got the most obscene damage output um so i'm i'm I, i'm a little you, in between on a you couple said you were of doing q to q yeah, password yeah. Of pa- okay so yeah yeah go ahead yeah so passive i'm between trist or senna um oh, it has to be senna it's probably senna it has now. to be it's senna. obscene um so we're gonna yeah i think we're gonna go senna passive Trist Q, Kogma W, Master Yi E, Master Yi Alt. <laughs> this character's just got like 2.5 attacks per second without items. They do like true damage, and they're just an insane, insane range. Jesus. I think the only thing that character's missing is some mobility. Master Yi Alt, man. No, no, Cannot I mean, like, be slowed. Like, no, 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 no. Not, not that. I mean, like like an Ezreal E or Tristana W, you know? Nah, nah, they don't need it when they're that fast and their range is 900. Well, I think if you I think if you traded Ezreal E for M- Master Yi E, fuck nah, that character would be dude, those, that bonus true damage on auto. But it's such a small amount, I feel it's like. It's not that small. Let me look it up. Let me look up the number. Yeah, look it up cuz I feel like it's not that much. And it's only good on you because you can, like, double proc it with... Okay, so his basic attacks to deal bonus true damage on hit. Uh, so at max rank, it's 60 plus 35% bonus AD. Okay, that's kind of a lot. If you're attacking that quickly, that, that'd be a sizable yeah, amount of damage. that's a lot of true damage. Okay. But it, it uh, could I'll be, allow it. It could be a different E, for sure. I'll allow it. That character's um, cancer. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, it's super cancer. <laughs> um, ooh, ooh, what if you had... Um, Kaisa passive, mm-hmm. right? And Kaisa Q. Mm-hmm. And Kaisa W, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her probably. E and her ultimate as well. Okay, yeah. That seems like a really broken That character is really strong, right? I don't think they could nerf that character, though. <laughs> I think it'd be impossible. If it did, it would just be level one cooldown uh, on her ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. Be... <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> cool. If you wanted to you know, uh, tell us what abilities you would draft uh you can hit us up on our facebook page or our twitter at leadcast send us an email mail at leadcastpodcast.com or come into our roundtable section and post in our come come into our discord and post in our roundtable section that's leadcastpodcast.com slash discord just come right into the roundtable section yeah you know it's crazy that like league has a dog shit easily the worst client of any like multiplayer game like that's big right also has basically zero like casual game modes aside from aram yeah but and it's still this popular it, man it's crazy yeah. like imagine if you don't you have to it. fix the problems when you're number one it, that's it's, that's it's what true, it feels though. like honestly it, it really honestly like, it sounds stupid as fuck but like it's true if there was another competitor like to league's moba they would have better custom games they would have a better client like it's just so true man there's oh. no competition right i mean like, we, we saw what happens it's a monopoly right we saw what happened when dota was getting players just because of auto chess yeah right they just put out auto chess like it felt very quick mm-hmm. too as a response so i feel like this shit can happen it's just not priority um dope let's go into mail fight 
Our first email is from Pards. Haley Cast Pards here. Uh, I sit chomping on a chicken tendy pub sub. Uh, fun fact, I was also eating one when this email came in. Uh, <laughs> listened to the latest podcast and heard Colton talk about a rhino champ that has Scion's ultimate. But he keeps going until he hits a wall. And it reminded me of the first email that I ever sent to y'all, which was a champion concept that was a rhino that did that very thing. Then I remembered my second email, which was me begging y'all not to read it on air because I wrote lore and put way too much effort into it. And it probably would have been cringe that thanks for not reading it on air. My real question is actually regarding Eternals. I personally have three sets of Eternals, one of which I purchased the RP, uh, the other from chests. Do you think that we'll ever release a new series? I mean, the first ones are called Series 1, so I feel like that's a yes. But as someone who has spent some dollar dollar bills, y'all, on this game, to only have purchased one Eternal probably shows a lack of overall interest in it. I am but one person, but how do y'all feel about the success or feel fa- failures of Eternals? Pards. Um, I'm kind of indifferent. I think it's fine that they, yeah. that they have it in the game. Um, I think it is successful to the, char- to the people that want them. Mm-hmm. And probably not successful otherwise. Yeah, um, we already know that they're doing at least series two because they got leaked on patch eleven point five in the game files. Ooh. Because uh, the only reason I even know that is because in that it shows Tom Kench. It's like one of his Eternals is disable disabling. Uh, sorry, disables neutralized by devouring our ally. So I was just like, oh fuck, they're putting his devour on his ultimate. That's like all I got from Ooh. it. But um, yeah, they're. They, we know that they're doing at least another season because they have them all written down for all 154 characters as of right now. Um, we just don't know the, when they'll be released. Probably in like a couple months, I would assume. Because that was, hmm. I guess that was like four months ago at this point or three months ago at this point. But um, they do have them on the server at least. They're just not like visible or able to be purchased yet. Hmm. Dope. Yeah, I... There you go, parts. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, do we just want to go to the next one? Sure. Sure. Unless you had something to add? No, I, was, I mean, I was just going to say, like, I, I think I purchased a couple, but I don't think anyone really cares about Eternals. I don't think they're really anything to get upset It was, about. like, super overblown. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that, like, people crying about it just kind of set it to the back burner immediately once it was live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, the controversy is done, but then a lot of people just didn't buy it, and now it's just kind of there, <laughs> and yeah. a lot of people don't interact with it at all. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next one, next email is from Burn One Nun. Howdy guys, Burn One Nun here. Been listening for a while, enjoying the content. Just laughed my ass off at the thought of fake failing, <laughs> fake falling in my heelys, only to power slide on my sick ass newlies. <laughs> anyway, I'm a Velcos main, F in the chat, and just wanted to get your thoughts on why Riot employees. Love a group of like 20 champions and treat one trick ponies like me <laughs> as the resident foot fetish enthusiast. I feel like I'm that Anakin meme where they give me a spot on the champion council but do not recognize me as a master. <laughs> I look longingly at each patch notes to see a buff, change, or rework. If they threw a nerf at him, at least I'd see that they care. It feels bad finding a champion identity that you like only for Riot to decide it's F-tier. There's just no counter-argument to the fact that with insane movement creep in the game, uh, champ, sorry, with the insane movement creep this game has champs like the squid indirectly get nerfed badly with zero compensation. 
I just don't understand why every new patch brings loads of changes for champions, while the item choices for Vel'Koz and company are basically meaningless. Riot won't stop making new champs, and I don't want them to, but the whole balancing mythic items to hit that perfect average idea that they had seems like a foreign concept to their champion balance team. TLDR must be cool playing a champ Riot remembers making. Thanks for the great content, my dudes. That's yeah. a really good point. I have no clue, like, why certain it characters is... get prioritized over others. So, like, I understand. So, like, they've talked about it a little bit that they only can do a certain number of balance changes. One, because, I mean, you can't... You, if they tried to balance 150 characters in a patch, it would be a nightmare. Second, old balance... Like, if they did use utilize the PB properly, they would never be able to, like, look at that and all the data and stuff for that. But I think they also made it harder with the new items. Like, I think one of the simplest changes you can do for characters pre-mythic, like, weird balance philosophy was go, hey, Vel'Koz is kind of weak, but he likes to build um, Ludens, right? Let's just say that. So what mm-hmm. if we made it so that his Ludens, like, um, you know how Ludens has that passive now where if you hit people with abilities, it reduces the cooldown of a Ludens or whatever? Let's make it yeah. so that on his ultimate, that, like, actually ticks down each time he hits them or whatever, right? Like, with his ultimate. Let's do that. Yeah, that's a but, good idea. But now they have this balanced philosophy that they go, oh, fuck. He, his his most popular mythic is already Ludens. We can't buff, buff Ludens for him or else it would be, like, a... 100% pick instead of a 95% pick, right? And that doesn't fall under a balanced philosophy. I feel like they kind of put themselves in a corner with like easy changes like that because now they have to figure out well, we can't really buff Ludens because it's already his best item even though it's an easy buff for Vel'Koz. Now I guess we'll try to figure out how maybe we can make Leandre's work for him or something. It's like, it's so ass backwards, I think. But Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, they did kind of shoot themselves in the foot with that, it seems like. I think they'll go back on that personally. I think like it's not a big deal if every character doesn't have like a diverse mythic choice, to be honest. But And I don't think every I don't think it's possible. Yeah. It feels really weird to to think that's a possibility, I guess. But Yeah, it's odd. I do feel bad for one trick ponies, yeah. It feels like they definitely do focus on like a subset of characters like for like six patches in a row. But Yeah, for sure. For sure. Cool. Pog. Thank you, Bern, Bernie Noon. <laughs> That's how I'm going to pronounce your name, Bernie Noon. Um, Bernie, Bernie one. Uh, next one's from Margo. Hey, guys, been listening for a month now. Really helps me get through the long days at work as I get to imagine I am playing League instead of working. Uh, just wanted to see what you guys think of the new lane junglers they're adding. I understand why Riot is doing it, but when I got autofilled into a jungle role during a draft match, I just Q-dodged. Uh, then picked up Warwick, <laughs> and it quickly became my favorite role because I'm awful at last hitting minions. I think that's the, like by far the most popular reason to play jungle. Mm-hmm. Like I just I can't farm, so I pick the role that doesn't have to farm. Yeah. Um. Uh, I feel like some of the champions they chose to put in the jungle will really fuck over some of the squishier jungle picks. Picked up Kha'Zix recently, and if Adarius or Morgana can come in and just decimate me and my jungle from the start, it's going to be very unpleasant. Yes, people should learn how to jungle, but and in, in making it friendlier for new people to try, it won't necessarily be a bad thing. But it is a bit frustrating that everyone before this had to, to likely choose a jungle champ to try and just go from there rather than being gifted champions who should be in the lane. Mm-hmm. Just curious if you had any thoughts on it, and thank you for all the work you put into the podcast, Margo. Um, I think I think we agree with you, but mm-hmm. not for the same reason. Um, I think it's fine. So the jungle is a weird role where you almost have to play more than one character always. Mm-hmm. I think you can kind of get away with playing like with one tricking a character outside of the jungle, but in the jungle, 
that's kind of not as realistic. Um, or you have to one-trick a non-meta jungler. Yeah, and they'll be non-meta forever, uh, based on how Riot, you know, balances the game. Um, I I just think it's weird that they aren't doing a, like core mechanical things to make the game more in, or the role more interesting. They're just kind of leaving it the way it is and just buffing characters. Mm-hmm. I I think that it needs more baseline changes versus you know character changes i suppose yeah i mean yeah, like i think go ahead Aiden. it was just gonna say it wasn't a great mechanic because it wasn't very balanced but i liked the idea of like having the smite like and you got the different things like the poison or the little wolf spirit and stuff like yeah, that. yeah it probably wasn't balanced yeah it wasn't balanced it, at all but it was like it, was really it, cool. it gave some agency to jungle that wasn't just raw power right it was like hey yeah. i have a uh strategic decision to make here and that was kind of mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. yeah for sure i so one thing I think in general I would love to see them look at a little bit, and it's it's really tough to actually balance things in this way, but, <laughs> like, um, the idea of, like, clear speed versus clear health, mm-hmm. because for most characters, those are the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, you have a fast clear and a healthy clear, or you have a shit clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I would love to see it where it's like, hey, you can pick your fast clear jungler, but if you get invaded, you're just gonna die because like your fast clears typically aren't healthy clears, and your healthy clears aren't typically very fast. Like I would like to see more of a distinction there, but again, that's really tough to do because hey, guess what? If you can kill red buff really quickly, red buff doesn't have very much time to actually damage you. I I just want to see actual mechanics added to mm-hmm. the jungle. It's not. I think it's kind of lame that you basically right-click, use your abilities, right-click, and then look around the map. I I would love to see some like actual mechanics added to the game, similar to how um, Rift Herald functions. You mm-hmm. know, like you y- you should the jungle shouldn't just be easy. I feel like yeah. I mean, there are micro mechanics in terms of like buffering your movement. Oh, to get absolutely. Three autos on two for like the buffs or to make it to pull it while you're clearing it so you can like shave a second or two off your clear but it's yeah it's but uh, how like out of how many games or what percentage of games is that going to be actually impactful in Mm -hmm. you know very few versus if you miss an eye attack like on the herald that can just fuck up everything Mm -hmm. yeah but that's that's my personal you know thoughts on it it's the balance between making it gimmicky and making it like interesting like it would be cool if every every big camp had like or every camp had like a eye mechanic where like i don't know maybe the raptors like put out a ton of damage and then they like become weak for like a second and that's the time where you try to like aoe them or something like that right or like Mm -hmm. krug's um every single krug um you do have to cc it or like do some sort of like cc ability to like shred their armor or whatever like every single camp had just something right where like Oh, certain junglers are better at clearing this because their character can, like, utilize like can like, they have like a strong strength versus it, right? Like that'd be really cool, mm-hmm. I think. But I, I I don't know if that's like mm-hmm. t- it's definitely towing the line between gimmicky and actually interesting. But yeah, it's something can be experimented with, I think. Yeah, for sure. To uh, really quick jump back to the last email when you're talking about a character that Riot doesn't really do much for, do you guys want to? Guess when was the last like significant change to Zillion? 
There's no fucking telling, honestly. And I'm I, so I, I'm discounting things like like plus point zero two AD or like plus ten base mana. I think I'd say it's been like probably been like a year, probably. I would assume. Nick, do you have any any? I'm gonna guess because you're saying it. I'll guess four years. Uh, patch five point two one when they reworked wow. his passive. Yeah, from wow. a flat percentage to everyone to just he gifts it. <laughs> the only other changes since them have been like mana regeneration, like base MR, base mana. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, he's Fox a character. He's a character they don't want to be good. Is like the reality. Like, yeah. uh, and I understand why. Like, just it turns out revive is a strong thing in fucking mobas. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. Crazy. Cool. Dope. Uh, thank you, Margo. Next email we have here is from Gavin. Hey, Leakcast, it's me, Gavin, back again to ask you how you feel about Riot buffing and nerfing around pro play. I'm all for it personally, but I watched a video recently about how Lilia got nerfed even though she's the lowest win rate jungler in solo queue and thought it was super lame. Also, uh, do they buff? Also, of they do? They buff around... Maybe why do they buff around pro play like this? Yeah. If they, if they buff around pro play like this, why is Viego enabled in solo queue if he isn't in pro because <laughs> of all the bugs? Do you think it's fair for them to throw this champion that's clearly not working properly into solo queue, no. but not pro seems kind of messed up to me? Anyway, I know there's no right answer. Well, no, the, the right answer <laughs> is just turn Viego off and delete him from the game. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I know. Sorry. Uh, thanks as always for the great podcast. Sorry about sending the other two emails that aren't complete. I kept accidentally pressing send because I'm kind of vague. Yeah. Let me let me see if I can find them real quick. Oh <laughs> yeah, Gavin. Just like a quick discussion about that. I think yeah, no matter what you do, have to balance around pro play. Just because even you if have you to, yeah. don't balance around pro play, the game always will emulate the highest level of play. And I'm not saying that the like that pro play is always right. They're definitely. You, you could be a silver player and you could come up with the best Diana build. I'm not saying that you couldn't, you know what I mean? But in theory, the game figures itself out when higher level players are theory crafting stuff, right? And therefore, the game will be balanced around that. And it kind of does have to be balanced around that because everything's like trickled down. That's just how it's going to work, right? If like Kaisa is the best AD carry and she's 100% pick ban in pro play, guess what? high elo player is going to start playing her and then lower elo players are going to start playing her and it just becomes like an issue, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean that like... Kais is always going to be just as strong as she is in pro play and low elo. Like, we've seen times where Master E is um, really, really strong in bronze, right? And he gets a nerf. So we've seen the game balanced around, like, low elo as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's way less frequent. Um, yeah, for sure. They should just get rid of all of the elos and all match. True. And then, and then the so, game can be perfectly balanced. So he sent two other emails, and they, they weren't, there's one that was almost the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but my favorite of the two, he said, Hey Lee Cast, it's me, Gavin, back. <laughs> Gavin. Nice. <laughs> so. That's funny. Thank you, Gavin. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Sweet. Next email is from Robert. Hey guys, so about a month ago, um, I was close to reaching gold, which is my usual goal for the season. 
Then I got placed against a Fiora top lane. Whatever, I, I got smacked and told my jungler to not come top. Uh, I didn't. I don't want to feed, and I'll just stay in her tower. It happened once or twice. She was crushing in farm and my team in general. I looked afterwards. She had a couple hundred games on her with about an 89% win rate, and that was bizarre to me. Her next champion with close to the same amount of games was the disgrace of the thing we call a champion Yumi with a whopping sub 10% win rate. Wow. So this loss started a 12-game loss streak, and I dropped a division or two. So my rant leads to this. Why does Riot and YouTube enable and allow smurfing? Example, Glacier does silver to plat speedruns, calling people 1,000 LP lower than him trash and crushing his games for content. I'm not a terrible player, but what should I do if I enter a game with a smurf like that again? Sorry for the long email. Fuck you, me. Fuck smurfs. And get me to gold, Robert. Um, Boy, that's a... uh... is usually how it goes. Like, in reality, you're not supposed to win those games. It's just those won't be the determining factor where you end ELO-wise. It just sucks sometimes that that's part of it. Like, sometimes you do win them. Sometimes you learn how to beat them. Like, Nick and I played against a Master E, Tarek, Smurf duo boosting, like, duo. Mm -hmm. And we just fucking put so much pressure mid that they like weren't able to do their boosting thing. That being said, yeah, they couldn't do anything. If we don't take advantage of the game like that, they just win their games, right? They, they win 90% of their games for a reason. Right. Um, and you're just not expected to win those. But that being said that I've, that's the only time that I've played with a boosting duo Tark mastery this season. Like I've been smurfed on maybe like, I don't know, 10 games this season sort of thing. Um, but that's like not affecting where I am, I guess, is like the way I'm looking at it. It's it's mm-hmm. it, it sucks, but like you just have to have like a stronger mental and realize like take what you can from learning from the game or uh and just like be ready for the next one, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna see Smurfs, uh, and again, a lot of times it's just kind of take the L and move on. It doesn't seem like Riot really cares about Smurfs. Uh I know recently there was like a a big Reddit circle jerk about how they gifted a bunch of, I think, was it silver LAN? accounts? Yeah, to LAN players. Like to, to yeah, they, they gave them all silver accounts and were like, race the challenger. And it's like, thanks for the riot endorsed ruining of games and solo yeah. games for a bunch of players. Hey, they don't they don't give a shit. Uh, people watching League of Legends on popular streaming sites and interacting with their game ultimately it, it makes them money. Um, because more people are playing their game, more people are buying skins, so on and so forth. Like, I, they they don't really seem to care, and I, I don't think it is generally enough of a problem. I, I think the biggest issue with Smurfs for me is that it's not that the, the gameplay issue, but the behavioral issues, where that can be solved by making you link accounts we've talked about it in the past but like a, a better player you know crushing lane and like you lose a game isn't so bad but it's when they're like shit talking the whole time yeah. that i think it mm-hmm. ruins it for a lot of people and it's like if all of those players just like hey we're gonna ban your main account too yeah if you're an asshole on your smurf i think that cleans up a lot of the the, the problems oh for sure for sure. right or like the oh, hey, you didn't give me a leash I was happy with, I'm just going to AFK. Or, like, if I'm a jungler and I, like, gank for a smurf mid laner and I fuck up and they just quit or they start mm-hmm. inting, it's like, cool, that person should be banned on their main. I, fuck that. 100%. I, I, so once again, like, so there's this thing that I don't think works perfect in League, but I think it could be fine. Um, and I think people would be happy about the idea, at least. Um, so there's pro chess players who will smurf, like, on try, and try to get, like, a new, like, chess account to, like, high elo right like high ranking and the chess websites will just refund the elo to everyone that they beat 
like up to a certain point, right? Interesting. So, I like that. And I don't think it works completely in League of Legends. League of Legends is a 5v5 game, right? So if you get smurfed yeah. on, it's not just the smurf winning the game, it's the whole other team winning the game, and it's not just you losing the game, it's your whole team losing the game, and whatever. But that being said, if you're giving, if Riot's giving, say, accounts to 10 challenger players and letting them play in silver, for example, why not just refund the LP in every game that has an MMR below, like, Diamond 3? Yeah, just loss prevent it. Just because, right? like, I don't... Like, if we're making the argument that, hey, this isn't going to really affect your climb in general, then why not make it affected at all? You know what I mean? Like, if it's mm-hmm. really not that big of a deal, then just reduce it like the one team there yeah they get free wins the people on the challenger like smurfs team does get a free win i guess but like i don't think it's that big of a deal man i feel like and that would like i I don't think it really solves anything with smurfing i think the bigger issues is what colton went through like the toxicity and stuff like that but at least it looks like you're doing something a hundred percent yeah and you've taken a stand and and you won't and it's pretty fucking easy to do too because you gave them the fucking accounts yeah you know which accounts are are doing it And I'm not yeah. saying, like, every I, single smurf should have, like, if you lose against a smurf, you should get your points back. I mean, like, for when Riot's doing shit like this, right? When Riot's yeah. incentivizing smurfing, they should, like, have this as a measure. A hundred percent. I think that's a really good mm-hmm. uh, alternative. Cool. Yep. Sorry, Robert. Uh, I mean... Gold, man. Yeah, yeah. It's your turn. Is, is it? Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I don't know how to remember what position it's okay. I'm in. <laughs> Uh, next one is from Camaril. Hey, Leakcast, I've been listening to your episodes for a couple weeks. Or I was listening to your episodes from a couple weeks ago. I'm a little bit behind, but I'm catching up. And someone mentioned trying to play League after watching the LCS and not being able to make the plays the pros do. I also have that problem. I'm a support main, and Core JJ is my idol. That's a pretty Hell good yeah. player to try and emulate. <laughs> uh, but when I get on a tanky engaged champ, I just dive and then over and over. Sorry, and then die over and over, trying to emulate the master. I'm always on comms with my AD carry, so it's not a matter of they don't know what I'm about to do. It's that I'm just not good at picking the right moments. Also, maybe having more than three games of Rel would help in understanding her kit a bit better. Uh, I'm slowly learning that I am not, in fact, a professional league player and can't make the brilliant plays they always seem to make. And just wanted to give a shout out to someone in the same predicament. <laughs> uh, Camaril. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of factors that go into it. Like, one, right, obviously, mechanically, they're going to be better than you. And so e- even the, the micro things of, like, if they go for the flash hook, they'll probably hit the hook. Or, you know, if they try and do a dive, they won't miscalculate, like, the tower damage as often. Um, even if you're, like, communicating with your AD carry, though, like, actually having an AD carry that knows how to respond and responds appropriately is a very different thing. Like, them knowing I'm going in on Leona versus them appropriately reacting to going in is not the same. There's a lot of factors at play, as well as just, yeah, part of the reason Core JJ is one of the best supports in the world is because he sees those opportunities and makes the play that nobody else saw, and also doesn't try to make the play that other people see and would dive in and just, you know, int it. I mean, uh, another, like, you're on comms with your AD carry, but you're not on comms with the rest of your team, right? Like, there's three other people that aren't expecting your your rel engage you know and need the split second reaction time that uh that that 
you have or mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that your team, that the core yeah. JJ has. And so. in a lot of cases, like, the AD yeah. carry is not really the one who would have had to follow up. Exactly, exactly. Um, sweet. Thank you, Camarill. Next email is from Spicy Banana. Hey, fellas, Spicy Banana here. I've been listening to you guys uh, for a while now and decided to email in for the first time, partially due to all the Kench love I've been hearing. He was my main a long time ago and decided to give it another shot at the beginning of the season. Pretty glad I did, and now I'm hoping to one-trick pony till I get to gold for the first time. Well, got a few things I wanted to touch on, so here we go. Subject one. First of all, does anyone think it's... Uh, it's does anyone else think it's bogus that uh, Kench only has three skins? Out of all the years he's been out... And all the new skin lines, our boy Tom Kench gets no respect. Can we get a petition going or something? I know he isn't a high pick rate traditionally, but it feels like more and more have been getting on the Tom Kench train, and I just hope Riot is paying attention enough to give him a skin. It's been too long. Well, I wanted to know what current skin line uh, you think he would be a good fit for. I think uh, Black Frost would have been cool, or even something fun and silly like Pool Party, but I really have hopes that he'll get a legendary skin at some point. Uh, subject two, after hearing Aiden mention Yumi Kench being a potential powerhouse, I wanted to let you know my experience with my friend, not, uh, uh, with my friend, I do us with sometimes, uh, playing Kench bot and, uh, him playing Senna. It's a blast. We both have decent poke with the easy CC to land. Plus who doesn't like heals. And on top of that, her ult that only beefs me up that much more. It's really fun duo to play and easy to be aggressive, especially, um, if you get ahead enough, I've been trying to build rage blade for the faster attack speed. Um, and a little bit of crit, which makes uh, using my passive that much easier. Um, I wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on Kench Bot with a Rage Blade being a good idea or not, and what other supports you think could synergize well with him. Also, Colton, respect on baking your own bread like a boss. I make sourdough bread sometimes, and it's one of the most fulfilling things to make. Anyway, thanks for the great content, guys. Thanks for the perspective. Spicy banana. Uh, don't build Rage Blade on Kench, but I do think he's like not bad bottom Like with a couple things. like Obviously, Senna Kench is one of the best bottom lanes in the game right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, exactly. I think Yumi Kench isn't awful by any means i don't really think it's like a little bit gimmicky um but i think playing kench with like stuff like leona or like any hard engage stuff is like kind of sick because you're both like kind of tanky bruiser boys it's like kind of cool. yeah i also think as a counter pick it could be obscenely good like if they pick the like Tarek yasuo bot lane and you just hit them with like the tom kench leona in response what Mm -hmm. are they gonna do you (laughs) Mm -hmm. um tom kench skins i mean I think clearly we need we need a definitely not Tom Kench skin <laughs> where he's just wearing a frog costume. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I think a legendary Tom Kench skin could be really sick. I think so too. It's just I think his he he probably is going to have silly skins forever. Yeah. Um, which I'm okay with, but I'm also not you know yeah. the the main for this character. I think it's tough. And Aiden, I'll, I'll let yeah, you right. go after this because I know I know you have thoughts, but like, I think it's tough because he's got a very distinct look in his just base skin. Yeah, that when you try and change it around, it's just like, well, yeah, that's just the base skin, but a little different, or the base skin is just cooler. But I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Aiden, what are your thoughts? I mean, I've looked at like all this like uh, fan art for like different Tom Kench ideas. Like, if you guys literally just Google Tom Kench skin ideas, like some of them are crazy. Tom Kench in Wonderland's amazing. Infernal Tom Kench is cool. They have a Christmas idea. Um, they have a Gentleman Tom Kench. I think Gentleman Tom Kench is a perfect like skin idea for him personally. 
Uh, there I've seen deep sea skins, oh, sure. like pirate skins. Like there's so many cool ideas that I think they can go anywhere with it. Like most of them are like a little bit on the silly side, which I think is fine. Like I think gentleman mm-hmm. is like a perfect like level of silly for him. Um, but there are some cool ones too. Like I think any of like the deep sea ones are like really cool where he's more like an angler fish like type character than like, uh, Ooh. yeah, it, like there's lots of cool things you can do with him. And I think, uh, I'm really excited to see he's getting a skin this year. So we'll see if it's going to be a silly skin or a real skin. So nice. That's awesome. Hopefully it'll be, uh, which do you, which are you hoping for? Uh, I think it, I want it to be, I'd, I'd like it to see something really, really cool, but I also would be cool if it's a skill, silly skin because he's a silly character, right? Like, I don't mind if okay. it was, like, a fucking goofy skin, but if it's cool, then, like, hell yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you, Spicy Banana. Yeah, next oh, time wait. we've got... Oh, oh we, I'm sorry. We we did address the second one. I thought we hadn't. Yeah. Thank you, Spicy Tom Banana. Tom Kench in the bot lane of the dude. Mm-hmm. Next one is from Dante Boy. Hey guys, it's been a while since I've emailed. I just need to complain about MMR, don't we all? Uh, Last season was my first year of League and I finished Bronze 1. Being content with that. Uh, I was ready to try and hit Silver this season. I played a bunch of games during the preseason, tried some new stuff and ranked, like a dumbass, and lost a bunch of games dropping down to Bronze 3. I thought the next season's placements started at your last season rank and not your preseason rank. Anyway, I went 8-2 in my placements and stayed Bronze 3. Fast forward to now, after dropping to Iron 1, I have had a hard losing streak just from trolls, AFKs, and a weak mental. On my part, trust me, I know I'm not exempt from criticism. (laughs) Uh, I'm back into Bronze 3 thanks to some friends. They are Gold 1, playing on some secondary accounts to help me out. After playing with them for the past week, I'm 19-3. A uh, mix of duo queue with friends and some solo queue. I've noticed after playing games with my uh, after playing some games with them, my solo queue games have gotten much better. I'm making smarter choices and I'm carrying more often. However, I'm still losing more LP than I'm gaining, and there's also that uh, often troll or AFK. I just don't understand how I can go from playing with silver players and doing well in my games to the point that I was climbing, to now having multiple iron three players on my team with 20 to 30% win rate every third game. Anyways, this is all a long way to ask how to climb after I've destroyed my MMR. My friend said get to silver and it'll probably balance out. Other people have said make a new account and just use your main for fun, which I don't really want to do because I liked my account, even though it's costed me my mental health. Uh, I mean, come on, it has the cool skins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making sure I stick to a small champ pool, uh, Kali with a 58% win rate and Galio with a 65% win rate, both over about 40 games, and only play mid or top. Anyway, sorry for the extra long email, cut out whatever you need. P.S. Can you recommend any cheap PC games someone can play just to unwind and have a good time? Uh, so let's answer the league question first, then we can mm-hmm. do just like general gaming recommendations. A couple things I'm going to say is that you know, you mentioned part of it is your mental. And I think as someone who's also like, yes, there's a lot of unfortunate matchmaking that happens, but again, you're the only thing in the game that you can control. You, a, a shitty matchmade game is just going to happen and you kind of got to go next. Yeah. Um, you, you're saying you're sticking to a small champion pool, but you're also saying that you have like a, a negative total win rate but like 58 percent on galio 65 
on or sorry 58 on akali 65 on galio and like those two things can't exist <laughs> unless you've got either one character that you're like two and 20 on or 10 characters that you're like one and four on and i know because i'm the guy who has 50 characters that are like oh and two and that's why i can have certain seasons where it's like wait a minute you didn't climb but your main number one most played character had like a 70 percent win rate and it's like yeah because i had 40 characters that i was oh two on <laughs> Um, aside from that, Nick, Aiden, do you guys have any tips for climbing in, in the high iron, low bronze area? Just minimize oh, your mistakes. Or minimize your mistakes, I think. Like, I think that's the main thing. Win a lot of games, minimize, yeah. minimize your mistakes, like, so you become a better player. You can be a and better player. And for the premium here, advice, though. get premium <laughs> reviews True. on our UGG Patreon reward. Yeah, I mean, play, oh man... I, you have good win rates. Play those characters. Play mm-hmm. Akali, play Galio. Make sure you stick to one roll whenever you can. Duo, like, duo if you have the option. Don't. It's not abuse. Like, just, you know, have fun. Sounds um, like something a duo abuser would say. Absolutely. I mean, I play the majority of my games by myself, but if I had the option to, to pick between the two, I think it's pretty fucking easy. That, duo apologist. Uh Play however the game make, has, uh, lets you have fun. If if you're yeah. a duo, duo. Um, I I don't know. I it's so it's so hard to. The, I I was like this last season, and I didn't get to my goal. I I fell short. Um, and I can honestly say that I regret playing the number of games that I did. Uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 just a game. If you're not having fun, take a break from it. Take a step back. Um. Maybe, you know, get better at the game in normals and then and then tra- transition that into uh, into ranked. Um, otherwise, make it, like, I don't know, make a new account and your MMR will be a little bit better um, if you play normal games all the way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it, part it's hard. of it is just, like, also realize that some of it is outside of your control. Yeah. And don't use, don't use that as a blame thing. I think that's, that's something that a lot of people there's like two ways you can go with it where it's like a lot of the game is out of your control that doesn't mean that like you should enter that you know don't try or anything else but it's like like for example when you got just like fucked over and stuck in plat last season nick and and Mm -hmm. i managed to get out and now it's like the opposite where you're d3 and i'm fucking stuck in plat two. Mm -hmm. what did you do differently this year what did i do differently this year not really a lot Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) right like Nothing. I, I don't think our 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 like skill suddenly jumped three divisions or dropped three divisions. I don't think our mental changed that much. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a certain point where it's like, hey, it's gonna happen. Absolutely. Um, other than that, any game recommendations? Cheap games. Cheap games. Cheap um, games to chill out is the main thing. Um, which to chill I, out. I want to say Bloons Tower Defense. <laughs> That's a that's a great honestly, chill out dude. Game. Fucking nostalgia plus chill out game. It's sick. It's a good combo. Yeah, yeah. It really depends on on like if if you're just chilling out. I don't know of many games because that's not something I like to do. I guess play, play RuneScape. If you want to fucking chill out, play RuneScape. It's literally endless content. Like um, <laughs> yeah. To jump off on on that, I was gonna say I think uh, Minecraft is is a that's really a easy way to like again depending on what you're trying to do it, it can be more or less but like i i know personally i've had plenty of times where it's like i just want to turn off my brain 
and like I, I'm just gonna mine for like three hours, collect a bunch of resources, and that's all I do. That's um, that's wild, <laughs> dude. You should have you should have seen me in the, back in the days. I was a mining king. I'd put in work when we were constructing Grompton. I was a workhorse, man. Oh my god! I put in more hours in Grompton than I did in my job. <laughs> Lord. Um, other games, I'd say uh, for me, like FTL, Slay the Spire, um, I'm for Into the Breach are all games that like are fairly engaging without being really stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, I know personally, I'm not a huge fan of Stardew Valley. I I haven't really played it. I played for all of like ten minutes and was like, eh, not for me. But a lot of people really like that game, and I think it's relatively relaxing from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Play some Animal Crossing. Yeah. Aside from that, I mean, there's a lot of like pretty cheap games out there. And again, like when it comes down to it, you should be enjoying the video games you play. So like, find stuff, try stuff. Like if if League is making you upset, just try something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out there and play some PUBG with the broys. <laughs> but that'll make you angry still. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Thank you to Dante Boy. Next email is from Christian. Um, this jungle is, the jungle is a very strange place. Uh, there's everything from assassins to enchanters residing in this very unpopular role. And as a jungle main at heart, I thought I'd share some of the weirdest and unpredictable junglers in the game. Some of these have been in, uh, meta in the past, while others have just been off meta for their entire lifespan. Jungler number one, Scion. He clears pretty cla- fast, has good dueling potential, and pretty good ganks after level six. The general play style is farm until you're level six, and then uh, repeat this cycle, gank, clear, reset, clear. Um, Scion is a pretty good jungler right now, but not even close to the best, if the best. Um, one difference from top Scion is that you run Glacial Augment and Stridebreaker for sticking onto people while ganking. Number two, uh, Ezreal. I know you're probably thinking, what the F are you thinking? But hear me out. Ezreal jungle is the cheesiest strat ever. Your play style is to invade and steal buffs as often as you can. Don't farm. Stay the hell away from Raptors. Gank and invade. That's it, basically. You can do blue side pretty comfortably. But as I said, stay the hell away from Raptors. Uh, Also, one more thing. Ezreal's W doesn't work on monsters. So start Q, then E. Also, I don't recommend playing this unless you have a really good... uh, Unless you have really good knowledge of how to kite jungle monsters... You go Dark Harvest because it works well on Ezreal, and you could potentially get a lot of stacks from your invades. Then you just build the usual. Jungler number three, Malphite. This guy's rock solid. He's the definition of decent. He has solid clear speed. He's pretty healthy and has good ganks. If you want to run Dark Harvest because you generally uh, want the red tree, the reason why you take Dark Harvest is that every gank after level six is almost guaranteed to give you a stack. I did the math. And also because you really need the extra damage for dueling other junglers. The build is as usual, Sunfire, Lucidity, dead bands, then whatever you want. Feel free to split up this email into parts. And uh, I also intend to do more of these in the future because I am a master of off-meta stuff. Disclaimer, I don't play any of these junglers in ranked. I mostly just play them for fun. If you're after more off-meta junglers than my emails, I recommend watching King Sticks's Jungle Guide. Sorry, not sorry for the long email. Swedish Simon um, Christian. Hell yeah. Pog. No, 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 no. Read the, read the part in Swedish. Uh, sick cat, Fran, mean iPhone. Wow. Duh. Um, easy. Dude, Malphi, you're doing it all wrong, but it's it's Predator <laughs> into into Rocket Belt, baby. Yeah. You got to go the full AP Malphi jungle. Thank God that's not meta anymore. <laughs> for real. Oh, that's yeah. crazy it's... that was meta for so long. <laughs> it was It was something, man. 
Off Meta Jungling's fun uh, though. Thanks for the guides. I think we all yeah, appreciate for sure. it. Yeah, and Riot is supporting your quest <laughs> to put any literally any character into the jungle. True. Just wait long enough and all these characters will be meta junglers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll still not be balanced for their intended role, but they'll yeah. be good in jungle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll be like, we couldn't balance Seraphine as a mid laner or as a support. That's so exactly how jungler. I f- that's exactly how I feel about current um the upcoming Diana nerfs. Yeah. Like they gave her jungle buffs and now they're nerfing everything about her i mean she is she was Seems op very... she was just like sleeper and then people were like hey we was should start she? playing her yeah she's fucking huh, okay. she's already like 52 percent win rate and then they buffed her for jungle wow and diamond mains are like oh this is crazy and then people who weren't diamond mains also started playing her uh and she's like bonkers op the nerfs aren't very big though, so. huh okay never mind then <laughs> next uh, email is from jason uh okay three things here one i got demoted out of gold but do I still get my gold award at the end of the season? Two. Why the hell am I still playing with gold almost plat players at silver two? Three. I finally got my computer fixed last week and I've been playing on my roommate's laptop the last couple months. So I was able to get my daily fix of tilt juice. Uh, it's not sorry for the long email. Hope you lovely gentlemen have cold pillows tonight. Aww, That's very thanks. sweet. Uh, so you got demoted. Uh, I think you need to still be in gold at the end of the season. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's it's where you finish, not where you peak, which is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you still playing with gold almost plot players? Because that's where MMR is, and because matchmaking is not transparent and confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your computer fixed. That's nice. Uh, I, <laughs> I've, I've had that, like, I got to get my league fixed somehow. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Glad that you're back on your own machine and can play as much as your heart desires. Hopefully, you'll make it back to gold. Uh, you still have plenty of time. And yeah. If you if you did it once, I'm certain you can do it again. If you're still playing with like mid to high gold players, your MMR is probably in a good spot where you could climb back quickly. For sure. Sweet. Um, next email is from Cole. Hello, Leecast. I recently found your podcast after, uh, since getting back into League after a six to seven year hiatus. Uh, it's been overwhelming to say the least. A couple of bu- my buddies I used to play with in season two and three got back into the game recently, and so here I am, uh, using lovely podcasts like yours to try to understand what this game has evolved slash devolved into. A quick overview of my experience. What the fuck? The jungle is unrecognizable. Uh, I had to study... To figure out what is going on with dragons, there's a crab in the Baron pit. My boy Udir is actually good. Qu- uh, question mark? Fuck yeah. And about half the champions in any given game are new to me. Whether it's a character that came out after 2014 or a rework to work that sprints at me on all four. Uh, all fours. Wow, that character model slash animation is badass. Um, I main jungle and having a blast playing, but not knowing what to expect from a Seraphine or Rek'Sai is, is frustrating. I got placed bronze one and was gold back in season three. This, of course, is not surprising or disappointing, considering my lack of game knowledge and rusty mechanics, but I want to climb. My questions. Do you have any recommendations for how to learn uh, all these new-to-me champions? I've been watching the champion spotlights in order, but a lot of them seem outdated. I like to be competent on at least one champion in every role for when I play with various friends. So I can fill whatever spot is open. Kog'Maw was my go-to back in the day for AD Carry, but I can't seem to make him work now. Even if I CS well and get to three items, he just feels less impactful than he used to compared to modern AD Carries and gets assassinated in a split second. Is he just bad currently? Thanks so much. P.S. Not to step on the draft facts do toes, but I actually have a favorite draft fact that hasn't been mentioned. Um, 
kind of not safe for work. Male giraffes taste female giraffes urine to detect if they're in heat and good to go. Um, also, giraffe intercourse lasts about two seconds. Sweet. Cool. I never knew that the uh, the acronym DTF stood for good to go. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll answer it kind of in reverse. I, I actually think Kogma is kind of good right now. Um, however, I do think you need to be quite proficient at both the AD carry and Kogma to yeah. make it work. And you probably mm-hmm. need you probably need a Lulu as well. <laughs> so let's be honest. Um, other than that, uh, how do we how do we get someone caught up on League? Play a bunch of ARAM. Yeah, honestly, that's you'll a learn the fucking, That's a fucking good suggestion. Really good I think that like if you're just trying to learn like what the characters and the items to do. Just play a bunch of ARAM. And yeah. always pick Take a the new characters character. you have. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't pick the characters you know. Play something you don't know. You're going to suck at it. You'll ant it for eight minutes and it won't matter because it's ARAM. And you'll get to try out every item build. Like, you you just can do so much more, so much quicker. And then, like, you'll, right, you get to the, the, the action. You get to team fight. You get to see what your character can and can't do. Like... You can learn the ins and outs a lot faster. And if you already understand the very general, like, how does going to lanes work, like you would have even if you were, you know, last playing in Season 3, um, if you're just trying to get familiar with the characters, items, all that, like, play a bunch of fucking ARAM. Or, you know, Nexus Blitz when it's out, mm-hmm. right? Like, any of these faster modes are going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Otherwise... I go to YouTube, type in X character like guide, and then watch ones that aren't forty minutes long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Let us know how how your climb goes, Cole. Thanks for the email. And thanks for the giraffe facts. Next email is from Dane. Bonjour, boys. I've been a fan of the show for the past three years, and I look forward to new episodes every week. But this year, I've especially appreciated listening. I've had a pretty shit year. My college classes were canceled and I've been laid off twice due to COVID. Jesus. On top of that, three close family members have passed away and my mother was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Holy shit, this year is just dumping it on. Uh, just a few weeks before my wedding in August, after several months of intense chemotherapy, she passed away near the end of March. Now, the point of this email isn't to receive anyone's pity or to make them feel bad for me. But to thank you three and the whole LeagueCast community, throughout the year I would listen to the show nonstop, sometimes listening to one episode a few times in a row, and other times I'd just randomly download a bunch of episodes from the past and re-listen to them. LeagueCast was, and still is, one of the only things that keeps my mind off all of the crazy things that have happened, so thank you boys, and keep on keeping on. Since you guys have affected me so positively, my question for you guys is, how has this show, League of Legends, sorry, this show or League of Legends, affected you positively also do you guys have a p.o box or somewhere people can send fan mail to i'm a woodworker and was wanting to make you all a little something something dane um Um, we currently don't have a p.o box but if that's something people would be interested in we could set one up (laughs) um yeah um, maybe there'll be a future lead cast uh like live show that you can attend and give us stuff at <laughs> you got to be um, wax and vax though, so. Oh yeah, of course, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I'm. That's really, that's really uh sad. Sorry to hear all that stuff has affected you this past year. That's 
it's been a wild year for everyone, but this seems kind of over the top. Yeah. Um, hopefully 2021 is, is better. Um, I mean, this, this show and League of Legends is both has, has affected, like, I think all of us pretty positively. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made friends that uh, I think are going to be, you know, pretty lifelong, pretty lifelong ones. Um, it is probably the most social act- action that I take during the week is getting to talk mm-hmm. to everybody and, and interact with everyone. Um, I don't know. It's, it's great. Um, yeah. There's, there's a lot that has, has, you know, league and the show has affected us. Um, at least me. How about you guys? Yeah. I mean, I met like really cool people through it. Uh, I also met my girlfriend through it. So that's pretty cool who I live with now. And it's, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. It's been really, really good for my life. <laughs> I was I was joking about that with Chris the other day and was yeah. like at their wedding, Chris, you need to make a toast. It's like if it wasn't for me <laughs> making this show in my like sophomore year yeah. of high school, you two would have never met. It is wild to think about all of this spawned from, you know, a couple guys liking a game enough to to talk about it in mm-hmm. some basement. And then a couple guys yeah. being I never I was gonna never mind. I shouldn't go with that. Never. No no no, say it, say it, say no. it, say it, pussy. <laughs> Say a coward. It's just insulting our fan base. Uh, they don't, I was, was going to say, I'm like, and then a couple oh. of guys being uh, losers enough to listen to a League of Legends <laughs> podcast, which I understand is making fun of you guys, but the point was to make fun of the three of us because exactly. we listen to it. But yeah, that just sounds like I'm being mean to you guys. Col- Colton at least was kind of like original, like OG adjacent. Yeah. You know, you yeah. and I, we were just fans of the show and fucking, fucking dorked out. Yeah, just dorked <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. League of Legends hasn't affected me positively at all. I'm really <laughs> upset that I know Aiden and Nick. Yeah. Um, all of my friends that I've made from the game, I'd rather not have. Uh, I'd much rather be like a Giga Chad and just be playing sports. CS:GO. Yeah. Oh, sports. <laughs> yeah, sports. General sports. Yeah, general um, sports. Yeah. Thanks, Dane. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it gets better. Uh, our last email is from Dippy. Uh, I've been looking for ways to play Diana that worked for me for seven years, and I finally have been able to make it work in the jungle. Very happy about that. Wonder the why. The only problem I've run into is is hard to eat to dragon and baron from over the wall. Pro tip: It is possible. There's a small segment of wall for both objectives uh, that can make the dash. If you look at where the blast gun touches the wall, then walk towards mid lane about one character length. There is an intent that is close enough to either epic monster. Um, other than that specific location, can't jump to Dragon or Baron from their spawn locations. If any Riot employees are listening, please give Diana like 50 units of range on her E, please. I don't mind if you pull 50 base damage from the ability to do it. Also, I'm getting vaccinated today. Hope I get superpowers. Hell yeah. Congrats, Dippy. Hopefully uh, the vaccine went well. Um, I know Colton and I were both on our ass. for, for the, I, was, I was fine the day after two days after i guess i don't know colton was down for a while i was yeah i was out for like three whole days it is it is weird that diana can't jump there but maybe that's a good thing Mm -hmm. you know the character's already strong in the jungle as evidenced by the nerfs that she's getting so maybe giving her the ability to cross walls via that path is a bad idea and and they say to compensate it with a nerf but i also think for one thing part of this is like at the very least, give it a set position where you can or can't. Yeah. Like, I think that this is something that's been needed for a while in terms of, like, rounding the Baron Pit and the Dragon Pit. 
there shouldn't be one point on the pit where you can do something and not on the other. It is weird. Like, Caitlyn is, a, I think, the most obvious example mm-hmm. where she has a very specific spot where she can auto-attack Baron from over the wall. Yeah. You know? Like, you, you should either just be able or to do it or just not be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that, like, it, its intent is pretty clearly to be a rounded, like, circular pit with an evenly spaced wall, like it shouldn't be variable on where you are and like you shouldn't have to learn like this is the pixel you have to stand on to do it yeah stuff like that just creates higher barriers to entry to this already high barrier to entry game Mm -hmm. sweet um thank you dippy that's it for this episode of leadcast thank you guys for listening if you want to send us an email it is mail at leadcastpodcast.com um, come watch us. We are at twitch.tv slash kinglardout slash bluebasket and slash leecastfrost. You just missed the six month, um, uh, six month uh, kinglardout stream, unfortunately. So yeah. you have to wait another yeah. six months for that. Um, tweeted us at leecast. October. Yeah. <laughs> October 21st. How about that? Uh, tweet at us at leecast on Facebook. We are leadcast. Uh, visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord leadcastpodcast.com forward slash discord there's also a widget on our home screen and finally support us on patreon patreon.com forward slash leadcast we'll read your name we'll, we'll get you free content after you pay us um and that'll be it for this episode we'll see you next week goodbye bye, bye.